I'm Brooke McLaughlin, an author, speaker, teacher, and small town girl from the mountains of Appalachia. Over the years, I've had the privilege of encouraging countless moms toward a richer prayer life, helping them catch a vision for the partnership God invites them into as they become praying moms. Prayer is action all by itself, and our prayers can impact the people we love most for generations to come. I created the Million Praying Moms podcast because prayer is one of the most overlooked parts of Christian parenting today. Let's change that together. My goal is to help you see prayer not as a last resort, but as your first and best response. If you have questions about prayer or motherhood, if you need help taking the first steps toward a praying life, or if you want to know how to pray for specific needs affecting our children in today's culture, you're in the right place, friend prayer warrior or mom who's just starting the journey. All are welcome here. Let's get started. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the show. This month's episodes are going to look a little different from the normal ones because our newest prayer journal, Everyday Prayers for Patients, just released and it's now available anywhere books are sold. Since I started talking about it, I've realized that many people are afraid to pray for patients. I think this stems from years of hearing people warn against it. It really gets a bad rap. All of my life, I've heard people say, don't pray for patience. God will answer by testing yours. And that's a little bit scary. We've almost trained ourselves not to ask for patience from the Lord, despite the fact that we all need it on a daily basis. We need others to give us patience, right? And we also need divine help in giving it, but we don't like to ask for it. Because I've realized that so many people are afraid to pray for patience, I've gotten permission from my publisher to read five of the daily devotions from inside the prayer journal right here on the show. I wanted you to get a taste of my style and the way God led me in writing about patience to prove to you that it really isn't that scary to pray for it. It's my experience that half the battle is learning what true biblical patience actually is. So today we're going to talk about how God uses motherhood to train our character and what impact that has on our ability to trust God when things are harder than we expected them to be. This is day three from Everyday Prayers for Patience. Rejoice in hope, be patient in affliction, be persistent in prayer. Romans 12, 12. When my nephew was probably about six years old, he said something about his younger cousin, my niece, that turned into one of those epic family sayings that last a lifetime. I'm not exactly sure what had happened in the moment to make him say it, but the fact that she was just shy of two years old made it even more hysterical. He looked at her and proclaimed, she's a terrible distraction. Aren't all two-year-olds terrible distractions? I mean, I just can't think of a better description for a little one that age. But to hear another child just a few years older use that description was just icing on the cake. Now, many years later, my husband and I find ourselves using that descriptive phrase about all kinds of people and circumstances to add a bit of humor when things get hard. In all seriousness, children can be terrible distractions, distractions from the things we found meaning in before, distractions from important relationships, from the work we were doing for God's kingdom before they were born, even from our ability to get basic tasks done. I remember hearing one mom complain at a Bible study that her husband had come home to a messy house and asked, what have you been doing all day? Well, the truth was that she'd spent the day chasing her toddlers, keeping them alive, reading to them, making their lunches, rocking them to sleep for nap time, and then playing with them in the backyard until he got home. 
all while switching loads of laundry. Being a mom is a full-time job with no pay and little thanks. Even now that my boys are older teenagers, I still find it hard to work as much when they're home. They're a distraction, and while they're distractions I dearly love, they still make it hard to get things done. This is why women sometimes feel that motherhood steals a part of who they are or makes them see a stranger looking back at them in the mirror. I'm here to tell you that motherhood, when received through the lens of Romans 12.12, adds a fullness to our lives that doesn't come the same way through any other experience. There is a point to the hard things we encounter in motherhood, and that point can help us have the patience we need to endure them. If the definition of tribulation is a cause of great trouble or suffering, then children are definitely a kind of tribulation. I don't mean to devalue the beauty of motherhood at all, nor do I want to take what is quite possibly the greatest source of joy in my life, apart from Jesus, and make it seem worse or harder than it really is. But children are hard, and there would be no need for hope without hardship. Neither would we persist in prayer if we didn't feel desperate for God to get us through the tough times. The theologian R.C. Sproul wrote, Tribulation is inseparably related to hope. Because when we are forced to suffer, the Holy Spirit uses those tribulations to work character in us and to provoke in our souls the virtue of hope. Motherhood is almost directly responsible for the deepening of my personal prayer life because it caused tribulation. When I became a mother, I needed great amounts of hope, and my need for hope drove me to my knees in prayer directly to the one I knew could provide it. And that process over time gave me the very best gift possible, more of God himself. He's worth it. Father, I need hope. I need to remember that when tribulations come, there's a reason for them. Help me to remember that you are the source of my hope and turn to you in prayer as often as I need to so that I can have the patience I need to endure. In Jesus' name, amen. Proverbs 30 verse 8 says, Keep falsehood and lies far from me. Unfortunately, we live in a world where difficulties, abuse, and even betrayal happens on a daily basis. This Bible verse is perfect to pray for your children and yourself. Having walked through her own story of betrayal, author Jennifer Lynn Heck knows firsthand the importance of this prayer. She writes about it in her book, Walking Victoriously Through a Fiery Furnace, available on Amazon. In the book, she shares what can happen when we become vulnerable and how God enables us to victoriously overcome. Walking Victoriously Through a Fiery Furnace is written as the story of Victoria Grace, a young woman born with a crippling physical disability who experiences betrayal but overcomes and receives the healing only God can give. It's designed with beautiful, full-color pages, and Bible passages are creatively interwoven into the story. Discover how you and your family can use what Jennifer calls the Word-Activated Response Strategy in prayer to defeat Satan's deception and attacks and receive hope and encouragement in your own fiery trials. Get your copy of Walking Victoriously Through a Fiery Furnace now on Amazon. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... 
Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Thanks for hanging out with me today, friends. I really hope you enjoyed this excerpt from our newest prayer journal, Everyday Prayers for Patience, and that this devotion has helped you see that asking God for patience isn't so scary after all. I also shamelessly hope you'll order your copy right away. You can find it along with a link to the resources that we discussed on today's show in the show notes at millionprayingmoms.com. Till next time, friends, the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. Give them the grace to grow out of this. Those words are written on a sticky note that stays permanently attached to my computer monitor. It was meant to be a reminder about giving my children grace as they mature and grow, but it applies to every single relationship I've ever had. Family, ministry, school, community, you name it. We are all growing and God is at work in our lives every moment of every day. The problem is that sometimes people don't grow as fast as we'd like them to. And God doesn't always act when we think he should. There's this old joke that says, don't ask God for patience. He'll answer by testing yours. (laughs) And I think there might be some truth to that. I don't know that God is sitting around in heaven just waiting to test our resolve, but parenting and the Christian life itself is fundamentally built on trusting something we can't always see. A master plan that reveals itself little by little and often takes turns we couldn't predict. If you have ever lacked patience as a parent, allow me to introduce you to my new free five-day devotional called Grace to Grow, Parenting with Patience and Prayer. Join me as we unpack what it really means to give our children and ourselves grace to grow. Inside of this free five-day devotional, you'll tackle subjects like sibling rivalry, when it feels like God is holding out on you or on your children, learning to forgive even inside the same house, living in the not knowing, and letting go of having to have it all together. Join me for Grace to Grow, Parenting with Patience and Prayer, yours free when you sign up at millionprayingmoms.com or in today's show notes. Hey everybody, I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. We're hosts of the Kynos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings. To learn more and subscribe, go to lifeaudio.com.